This is Family Time 79, and we're talking about our emotions. In our social-emotional learning competencies, we're circling back to self-awareness. And emotional awareness is such a key component of our entire self-awareness. When we do all this social-emotional learning, it really boils down to emotional intelligence, which is something that is trainable, that is adaptable. It's an area that we can work on. We can improve our own emotional intelligence, and it impacts every aspect of our lives. And it's so closely related to success in any endeavor, in order for us to impact our emotional intelligence, we need to be aware of our emotions. We need to consider the situations that typically elicit emotional responses from us. That's what I'm having you do this week, having my students do this week is pick out some things, some scenarios, some situations that typically elicit an emotional reaction from you. Then I want you to think about how does your emotional reaction impact your behavior? We're going to talk in class specifically about how your emotional state impacts your learning, but I want you to consider how it impacts your behavior in general. I know that my emotional state definitely impacts my behavior. That's true of everyone. But I think, for instance, if I'm upset about something, I'm not if I'm not feeling primed, I'm not feeling my best, I'm not feeling optimal, I will tend to shut down a little bit in terms of my external interactions. I don't typically tend to shut down with what I'm doing, shut down with my tasks or those sorts of things. It's more the opposite. I tend to block out everything else so that I can go inside and really focus what I'm doing or really throw myself into an actual physical task. But I have to be aware of that because that can cause strain on other situations. I've always said to, even when I was young, if something was bothering me, if I was upset, even if I was just worn down emotionally, to just not really say anything, to just be quiet. That's something people close to me, I think, have always noticed. I remember my mom noticing it when I was young, and I would just kind of be quiet and keep to myself. She knew something was up. I think my friends to this day notice it, and we'll point it out. Say, 
Everything good? You were pretty quiet today. And sometimes it's more often than not, it isn't anything significant. I shouldn't say significant, but, but nothing that's life altering in that moment or anything traumatic. It's just how I'm feeling. And I, I tend to then just turtle up a little bit, pull in my shell. And that's not that I don't want to include anyone or anything like that either. It just tends to be how I react. How my behavior is impacted by my emotional reaction. But I can think of times that's been challenging for others in my life. When I was dealing with all of my physical health issues, that carries an emotional weight as well. Dealing with physical health problems is emotionally draining. And I really had to, or I thought I had to, go into my own headspace Usually when I face a challenge, it's not so much about being inactive, but it's it's almost like I feel I need to cut out any other distractions or anything that isn't helping me specifically face the challenge I'm trying to face or overcome the obstacle in my path. But that makes it hard. I think for a long time when I was dealing with those physical health issues, I was shutting out a lot of people. Part of that was I didn't really want to talk about it, the health issues. I didn't want it to be central to who I was or how people perceived me. And I also wanted to fight back against the thing. And my mindset sometimes is when I'm fighting back against something is I've got to sort of harden up and I've got to be a little ruthless with whatever the obstacle is. That sometimes means I'm not giving attention to other things or to other people even though that's important. So that's the sort of analysis I want us doing this week. How do we react? What is our behavior when we are in an emotional state? I tend to be quiet and cut off other things. That's not always ideal. I can appreciate that there are some components of that that have been beneficial for me and some components of that that have maybe made my struggles last a little longer because I haven't brought in other people or haven't sought help. And I'm certain that sometimes my reaction has been difficult for other people. On the flip side of that, 
I want us thinking about the things that we do that tend to elicit positive emotional reactions from us. Because our emotional reactions aren't all negative, hopefully. So I can think of things that always seem to put me in a good mood. Some of those things are very simple. Exercise. Exercise is very, very important to my mental state. I enjoy doing it, but I'm also keenly aware that I just feel better when I'm regularly exercising. I feel better physically, but my emotional state is very much impacted by whether or not I'm working out. I feel great after I get a good workout in, and those tend to be the days if I'm working out first thing in the morning that I do have just more energy and more positivity and more patience throughout the day. That impacts my emotional state. I also think of things that sometimes can be impact my emotional state positively or negatively. I think a lot of interactions that I have with my children and with my students and athletes, when we care about other people, sometimes we kind of go with them emotionally. There are times where I'm coaching teenagers and when they're struggling and not having some success, I'll get a little down and I'll get a little frustrated and I'll sometimes wonder to myself if it's if it's totally healthy for a man in his mid-30s to attach some of his emotions to the athletic performance of teenagers. And I don't mean that I, I don't let those things ruin my day or things like that. But when I spend a lot of time with a student, with an athlete, with my own kids in there, it doesn't, it's not just athletics. It could be in the classroom, anything. And I see them struggling, my heart goes out and I want to do better for them. I want to help them overcome their obstacles. And on the flip side, when they have successes... I am excited. Those things light me up and I enjoy them. It's part of why I love teaching and coaching and doing things like this because there is an emotional attachment to those things. That's it for this week. Spend a little time thinking about your emotions. And right now, we don't even need to... Try to do anything to alter our behaviors that are associated with our emotional reactions. But the start of emotional intelligence is emotional awareness. And we have to be aware of the situations and circumstances and occurrences that tend to impact our emotional state. And then we have to start asking questions about when my emotions are this way or this way, how am I presenting that outwardly? How does it impact my behavior? Are some of those behaviors 
negative, hurtful to me, to others. Spend a little time this week thinking about emotions. Much love. <laughs>